you're listening to Mysteries Beyond. What mysteries lie beyond the reach of our senses? And who are you in this vast multiverse? Hello and welcome to Mysteries Beyond. I'm your host, Laura Lavender. Because we're getting closer to that special time of the year, Halloween, Samhain, Samhain, All Hallows' Eve, I'd figured we'd start off by setting the mood and talking about superstitions. I've previously done an episode on superstitions, but I figured I'd make a second part, and this time include superstitions around the world. And because Halloween has its origin story in Ireland and Scotland, I headed over to that part of the world, which then led me to Britain, the Isle of Man, Spain, Turkey, Mexico, Japan, and so on. But let's begin by defining what superstition is. Alright, well, the modern dictionary defines it as a belief in something beyond reason. It's an irrational fear of some sorts. And superstition actually comes from the Latin word superstitio, in which, if you go back far enough, it was used to describe an excessive fear of the gods. So it was an unreasonable religious belief. Also, superstition can signify something that has survived. It's basically something that was left over from society from previous years. Alright, so one of the first superstitions that I came across comes from Ireland. And funny enough, or synchronistically enough, it was also mentioned to me by a listener. Shout out to Ashley. Now, this is a superstition involving knives, or basically anything sharp. If you are gifted a knife, a blade, scissors, or any other sharp object, especially by a family member and or a loved one, it's considered bad luck. Why? Because it's symbolic of severing that relationship. It's symbolic and perhaps can be perceived as having an association to sympathetic magic because it could represent cutting those ties with that person. And so, in order to counteract that said bad luck, you can offer that person a penny, right? So this way you're not being gifted something sharp. You're paying for it. And to some of you, this superstition might be a very common one, but honestly, being on this side of the world, in the United States, it's the first time I'm hearing about it. And I like knives, and I have a few of them. And now knowing this information, the next time I'm gifted a knife, I'll make sure to at least pay a penny for it. (laughs) In Britain, you are meant to keep your new shoes off of the table. Why? Because, well, one, it's just bad manners. And two, it's meant to symbolize the death of a loved one. In older times, it was a way to let the family know that 
a loved one had passed away. Which, again, this is a new superstition for me. This is the first time that I'm hearing about this one. And funny enough, just last week, I was gifted some shoes. And what did I do with them? What did I do with my brand new shoes? Yep, you guessed it, I placed them on the table. So you can imagine my surprise when I came across this one. And my first thought was, what have I done? Luckily, nobody else saw them as I live alone now, so no harm, no foul. If we head on over to the Isle of Man, it's very unusual, and you'll hardly ever catch anyone there say the word rats, as in the rodent rat. They'll either be referred to as longtail, or they'll use the Gaelic word rodon whenever they need to mention them. Why, you wonder? Well, when I looked into it, it was because these rodents are often associated with filth and disease. It comes from sailors who would often have to deal with them and knew they were a bad sign. So, if you're a true manx, you should never say it. And my apologies to those on that side of the world who are listening for saying it, but it was strictly for educational purposes. In Germany, you should never cheers and or toast with water. It's considered bad luck because it is said that you are supposedly wishing ill will and or even death to those whom you are toasting with. If you raise a glass of water during a toast, the superstition says that you and or the people whom you are toasting with will die by drowning. But this can also be traced back to ancient Greek mythology. You see, the ancient Greeks used to toast their dearly departed with glasses of water. It was also done as an homage to the river Leith, upon which the deceased sailed to the underworld. If we head on over to Japan, the number four is considered extremely unlucky. This is because the word for the number four in Japanese sounds a lot like the word for death. The word for death being shi. So when you count to four in Japanese, ichi, ni, san, chi, many people try to avoid that word as much as possible and instead replace it and use the other word for the number four, that being yon, ichi, ni, san, yon. You won't see very many elevators with a number four. You won't see any license plates with a number four. Telephone numbers and or even hospitals will try to avoid the number four. And speaking about death, in Cuba, whenever you're hanging out with friends and or loved ones and you're drinking, you should never declare that it's your last drink, the ultimo drink, because they perceive that as you tempting your fate and death will shortly follow. But on to a more positive superstition, something that will bring in good luck. For that, we head on over to Spain. Now, this superstition is something that I personally participate in and have been participating in since I was a child. Every year on New Year's Eve, every single one of us will have a little plate with 12 grapes on them and we'll wait for the countdown to midnight. Now, once that clock strikes midnight, with every chime of that clock, we'll eat a grape. And at the end, we'll make a wish. Those 12 grapes are meant to represent the 12 months of the year, 
and so for every grape that you eat, you'll have a month of good luck. And if you're able to meet that challenge, you can make a wish for the new year. It's a lot harder than you'd imagine, but it's very entertaining watching everyone else struggling to eat grapes in a short amount of time. This next superstition is one that has been ingrained in me and I participate in to this day. And that is that itchy hands can have financial repercussions. This one I found to be very common in both Mexico and in Turkey, but I'm sure in other countries as well. Personally, whenever I have an itchy hand, I'll scratch it and put it in my pocket. To me, it doesn't matter which hand it is, and I'll do that in hopes of attracting money instead of losing it. But if I'm not mistaken, I believe in Turkey, if your right hand is itching, that means money is soon to come to you. However, if your left hand itches, then that's a sign that you'll soon lose money. In Brazil, they have the superstition that one is never to place their purse and or wallet on the floor. Otherwise, you'll spend money faster and it will make you poor. I find it fascinating that with the uprise of the new age community, manifestation is slowly turning into a superstition. And what do I mean by that? Well, I've noticed recently that many people, and many religious people for that matter, are starting to say things and phrases like, oh, don't say that, otherwise you'll speak it into existence. Or if you've shared that you want something, they'll usually follow it up with saying, oh, you speak it into existence. Which is comical and entertaining to me whenever I hear people say that. Especially those who claim to be extremely Christian because they are unaware of the fact that what they are doing and or saying, and therefore participating in, is a form of magic. But they don't have that background information. They don't have that context. They are just parroting what they hear, which is slowly breeding a new superstition. But I'd be very interested in hearing your thoughts and or any other superstitions that you participate in. And with that being said, if you guys have any questions, if you guys have any comments, if there's any feedback, or if there's simply anything that you just feel like sharing with me, you guys know that you can always reach me by email at lauralavender.mb at gmail.com and or you can friend me on social media on Instagram at lauralavender.mb. Also, don't forget to check out the website at www.mysteriesbeyond.com. And thank you guys so much for supporting the podcast by listening to Mysteries Beyond. I'm your host, Laura Lavender, and I'll see you guys next episode.